2015 was a season of change within MotoGP. It was a season that defined the alien era, the peak, arguably, of the alien era in the top flight of the sport. And given the previous seasons before it, this was one where everything changed. Mark Marquez walked into 2015 the double MotoGP reigning world champion, but by the time we got to three or four rounds in, it was kind of becoming aware that the Honda was virtually unrideable. It had a very over-aggressive electronics package, it struggled with engine braking, and even Mark Marquez's superhuman talents couldn't avoid him from multiple crashes throughout the year. He had a very strange season. He'd already had four wins, but he'd already had five DNFs. Um, and by the time we got to Phillip Island here, he'd just been eliminated from title contention mathematically. The title fight was between two men, and it was the two factory Yamaha riders, Valentino Rossi and Jorge Lorenzo. And the way the season played out, Valentino Rossi pretty much led the championship from start to finish. By the time we get to this point now, Valentino Rossi was only off the top step of the championship after one round, and that was at Brno, and they were tied on points. Lorenzo was only ahead on countback. We've already seen some freaky things happen. For the first time in his career, Jorge Lorenzo won four races on the bounce to reel the gap in in the championship. Valentino Rossi had already had two major flashpoints of Marquez, one in Argentina where the latter rode into the rear of Rossi's front tyre, and Assen where Valentino Rossi cut the final corner in a one-on-one dogfight with Marquez to win, an appeal lodged and then subsequently thrown out. This was a crazy season. I've barely even mentioned Misano, which is arguably the most underrated classic in MotoGP history. A bonkers flag-to-flag race where Marquez triumphed in changeable conditions, while Bradley Smith and Scott Reddin made it the first all-British podium since 1978. This was also a race where Jorge Lorenzo hit the deck on a very slippery track on slick tyres, Bradley, as mentioned earlier, on the podium due to the fact that he didn't change bikes when the rain came down. Seriously, if you've not seen Masano, it is a race worthy of this list in its own right. But going into Phillip Island, the middle of the flyaways, with just three races to go in the championship, Valentino Rossi is holding an 18-point lead over Jorge Lorenzo with just three rounds to go. On pole, Mark Marquez... Valentino Rossi has to start from the third row. This could be interesting. Marquez can no longer win the championship, but with his talent, he sure as hell can play spoiler. I wonder what happens next. With all that in mind, Valentino Rossi carrying an 18-point lead with three rounds to go. It is the 2015 Australian Grand Prix. We have it on our Discord stream right now, ready to go. King has got the whole thing prepared. We're going to watch it together. We'll obviously make some 
We'll obviously make some notes and some some comments, of course, all of that fun stuff. I'll obviously try and keep the main play-by-play going, because obviously podcasts are not a visual medium normally, but we'll do our best to fill in the gaps. If you guys have got the race in front of you and you want to watch along, we'll tell you when we hit play. The whole file is a hint, is 79 minutes long. You know, it's on the video pass right now for free, so you haven't really got an excuse. Go find it, basically, if you haven't already. Yeah, like you can sign up for the video pass, and if you don't feel comfortable giving your credit card information to our good friends at Dorna, you could always watch it for free on their YouTube page. Well, Facebook page. Yes, it is uploaded on the Facebook page. Again, for free. Indeed. So... You know, you haven't got an excuse. The file is exactly the same length, so like I said, it's exactly an hour, 19 minutes. You'll know the one. Um, so we'll click along, and once you click along, you can watch along, and you can sync up our commentary notes so you can be like, you're actually in the room with us. How fun's that? So, everybody in the room, are we ready to play? Yes, Hell King, yeah. count us down. Yes, for those at home, I'll be starting the file at the count, at the end of the count. So, three, two, one, play. We are on the way. We start off with a bit of Cal Crutchlow on the grid there. Yeah. Uh, this is when Cal Crutchlow had upper level potential. <laughs> yep. This was still this was like still a year before he actually started winning every once in a yep. while. He only had two poles to his name at the time. Crazy. Also, for those listening to the commentary version, uh, you will hear the dulcet tones of Nick Harris, the the most aggressive sounding man who has ever done lap-by-lap commentary, no matter the tone or context. (laughs) Indeed. We're seeing Lorenzo head down towards the track. Like I said, 18 points off the championship lead. At this point, mathematically, only the two Yamahas can win the championship between Rossi and Lorenzo. Marquez is already mathematically out of the running, which is weird to say about Mark Marquez in a title fight, but here we are. Yeah, think (laughs) of how long it was where Marquez had the mentality, I'm going to win this race or crash trying. Beautiful now, helicopter shot overlooking all of Phillip oh, Island. Oh, God, yeah. this place is, is so pretty. For me, there's no more picturesque track in the world than Phillip Island. Gotta Look, say, kids, it's, it just got looks potential. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who'd have thought it? Maverick, the number 25. Uh, yeah, back when he was using 25 and he was riding for Suzuki. Yeah. 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 Wasn't this Suzuki's first year? It was first a, full season. a phenomenal chassis, but a hamster on a wheel for an engine. Yeah, it's basically no top-end speed. They brought in Maverick Vinales um, and Alicia Spargaro to help develop the bike. Maverick was a stunning talent. He'd go on to win his first MotoGP race a year later at Silverstone. Um, Elish, sadly, ended up falling down the pecking order in his one big factory opportunity, unfortunately. Hey, Still, one of the best bike riders ever. That new Aprilia looks damn good. It does, in all fairness, which is a marked improvement on his esports short performance last week. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, we didn't even get to cover that. Alex yeah. Marquez, no. greatest Alex Marquez esports won athlete in MotoGP. <laughs> yeah, Alex Marquez won on debut, something his brother couldn't even do. Remember, it's the hashtag <laughs> Rossi versus Lorenzo for those following on social media in 2015. God, I don't want to think back to 2015. But yeah, mm. Javier Lorenzo, third on the grid, on the front row, the two-time GP champion 94 at the time. podiums, 34 poles, and look yeah. at that finishing record. <laughs> Four wins on the trot. Spain, Spain France, France, Italy, Catalonia, another win in Brno, another win in Aragon. Can I just say at this point, 
Despite this result, at this point, Lorenzo has not led the championship at any point in this season. And that is because of the bulletproof consistency of this man, Valentino Rossi. 174 podiums, 51 poles, 86 wins. And there's the matter of MotoGP Premier Class title number 8 and overall and title number 10. you see that finishing 10. record. Fewer Jesus wins, Christ. but a wall of podiums. A He's lowest finishing race. result, a fifth. A fifth. He's finished every race, and he's finished all of them in the top five. And only one of them was off the podium. Yeah. God, this we'll is see. so pretty. Rossi at his consistency finest. Yeah, this was two years after he dropped Jeremy Burgess as his crew chief, which was generally considered to be the last roll of the dice for Rossi's career. But he's had a resurgence. 2014, he was the only man really consistently... In Marquez's postcode, when he had on, when he had that tear, koala. Um, it's a, we can confirm that is a koala. Eucalyptus. We can confirm that is a koala. But yes, like Valentino Rossi is back, back to something near his best. Maybe not winning every round, but certainly the consistency and just the lack of mistakes across the course of the season um, is keeping him in play there. And there's there's another legend, five-time top flight champion Mick Doohan. Mighty Mick. Mighty Mick. The god of the 90s. Five in a row from 94 to 98, and only a very nasty leg injury that took him out of the sport entirely. Slow him down. I still think that Mick Doohan is very underrated in the GOAT discussion. The man was untouchable. I said it before, World Superbikes was more popular back then. And back then, well, yeah. I think people were more back. focused on guys like Fogarty and, and Corsa. And, in fairness, you know, Dre, when, the tough, when all you needed to worry about in the MotoGP, or rather the 500cc World Championship, was which Hondas will fill out the top five. Right. It's kind of understandable. NSR 500. It was a, the greatest bike there ever was or will be. I'm telling you, this per, this uh, Michael Painter lad. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with this this hair. I don't like. It, <laughs> it's it's it, the it, Phillip it looked, Island win. He look. He looks like Maverick Vinales's body double. <laughs> he does. He really does. He could play Maverick Vinales. Like he could play Maverick Vinales in a movie, in a fictitious movie about Maverick Vinales' life, and just have Maverick Vinales be the stunt rider. There's Jack Miller, home, hometown hero. Jack Miller, a, still on a Honda. Still on a Honda. Still, you know, just, I believe this was the first season after he jumped up two classes. Um, I just remember his quote about the Honda in mid-2016. Eh, we're no longer getting dicked on acceleration. Oh, lovely. <laughs> could, have gone to, could have gone to Moto2, chose to, skip, chose to skip the class entirely against the advice of everyone. It's what worked out win? okay. Worked out all right. Happened to win the biggest, the crown jewel race on the calendar as a 5,001 long shot. <laughs> it was a 1,001. It was some astronomical odds. We had an episode yeah, title year, about it. Yeah, a year. It was a thousand to one. It was a year, just under a year after this race. And that broke the streak of 10 years without an independent win in MotoGP. Jesus, that's a long time. I keep messing him up with Leicester City. Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically. Between then, the last time you did look for an independent winner was uh, Estoril 2006, and some guy called Tony Elias robbed Rossi of world title number 10. Mm. Remember that? It becomes important later. (sighs) 
Oh shit, Jorge Lorenzo doesn't have AirPods in because they haven't been invented yet. <laughs> they haven't been invented yet. <laughs> yeah, this 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 was, this was before the era he started wearing giant red beats to every grid he was on. Yeah, I mean wireless headphones were kind of ass in twenty fifteen. Indeed. Yeah, we've we've got the horn for people to leave the grid, so we're less than five minutes away from the from uh, the green light. Remember, Jorge Lorenzo starting from the front row, Valentino Rossi starting from seventh. Not still in his dry spell of not being the best of qualifiers, but it didn't matter because as Keith Ewan will tell you every time you're on BT Sport, he's a Sunday man. <laughs> yep, and that was always oh. Rossi's signature. He may Pretty not much. qualify well, but his race pace, he'll make you work. Ducati still in their winless drought. Still in their winless drought. The, Ducati made people think Valentino Rossi was washed up about three or four years ago. Yeah, they, they, they were so bad they tricked him into thinking he was cooked. At, at this point, it had been a, the better part of five years since Ducati had actually um, won a race in the top Think flight. of it like this. Davizioso had still only ever won one race. And that was when he was on a Honda at a soaking wet Donington Park yeah. in 2000. Remember Andrea Davizioso on a Honda? Do you remember Casey Stoner in 2007 when Ducati were just good? At times, Duc- Stoner yeah. was dominant. Yeah, they nailed they, the 800cc change. Yeah, they were they they were legitimately five mile an hour faster in a straight line than any other bike. Casey Stoner would go on to win ten times that season and win the championship, and at the time, become the youngest ever MotoGP yeah. World Champion at just 21. A record that lasted six whole years until some fella called Mark showed up. Safety car's gone, by the way, so we're five minutes till race starts. Yeah, but I mean, Dre, of course, no longer being on the best bike. Marquez has been exposed this year. Yeah, as you can see, uh, we, as, we, as we have a little uh, flashback to some of the previous rounds, we've already seen a couple of warning shots between Marquez and Rossi. Argentina and Assen being the most prominent examples of that. Um... But it's been a war between Rossi and Lorenzo. Not maybe, maybe not quite the 2009 toxic levels when there was walls separating the garages, and Marcus has basically been a giant fly in the ointment all the way through the season. But uh, these two want to win. They want to win real bad. And then who's gonna play spoiler? Could it be Marcus? Could it be his teammate Danny Pedrosa? Could it be somebody else? All that and much more in the next 45 minutes or so. It is amazing to think that how quickly Rossi shot back up once he got back on a Yamaha. And it's also crazy to think that going into this year, one of the strongest uh, master and student friendships was, well, Valentino Rossi and Mark Marquez. It was was a very wholesome, it was a wholesome, you know, rivalry where they both had a lot of respect for each other hmm hmm it's spoiler alert kids it didn't last no who's that We've fella not... in the middle of the first row is that Danny P oh I'm thinking about the man on the red bike ooh We'll run it down the grid in just a second here before we get going but we have we've barely even talked about the fact that Martin Marquette is on pole position right now <laughs> In a prime position to mess things up. 
Here's the grid. Mark Marquez starts from pole. Andrea Iannone, Crazy Joe himself. We just talked about him. Starting from second. Uh, ahead of Jorge Lorenzo in third. Yeah, Lorenzo lost on countback. Scary, that one. Um, Pedrosa headlines the second row ahead of Carl Crutchlow and Valentino Rossi. Rossi starts from seventh ahead of Alicia Spargaro. And his brother, Paul, in ninth. Dovi starts in 10th ahead of Scott Redding on an independent Honda. Those were the days. And Bradley Smith in 12th. Danilo Petrucci in 13th ahead of Hector Barbara and Jack Miller on row 5. Eugene Laverty, Yoni Hernandez and Alvaro Bautista. Yeah, him on row 6. Row 7, the bazooka Laurie Spaz. Nicky Hayden, God rest his soul. And Stefan Bradlin in 21st. And row 8, Mike DeMegaleo, Anthony West, Tony Elias. And we've got a wild card, Cudlins at the back in 25th. That's your grid for Phillip Island. I'm gonna um, go cry in a corner now. Miss you, Nikki. It's, it's we miss you, Nikki. We do. We miss you a lot. Next year, he would I'll, ride his last race on a Repsol Honda as a injury substitute for Pedrosa, if I recall. And yeah, until uh, until is it Roberts in the Moto Two race this year, the last American to lead a session in a Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Joe Roberts giving us some hope for the American crowd because man, the, the their bike scene is, is is still not really recovered from from post Nicky Hayden. We miss him very much. Yeah. Shout out to Toki in the chat as well. They mentioned Eugene Laverty is here. Yeah, Eugene Laverty was underrated in MotoGP. People forget about how good he was here. Often independent Hondas and whatnot. Um, very talented rider. Now we're well, back over in World well, Superbikes. Keep in mind how much things have changed in the last five years. Where really. An independent bike then is very different from an independent bike now. Yeah. Very much so. Back um, then, it was this, uh, this, this, it was the parts the yeah. factory threw away. This was a year before uh, Dorna started encouraging standardized electronics that would really bring the field a hell of a lot closer together. It would it we, would spell we, the end of the run for those two blue bikes at the front. Pretty much, and uh, yeah, next year we would have nine different winners in a season, which was a Reto GP record. The claiming, the, black yeah, the claiming rule team was still fresh in our minds, <laughs> mm-hmm. effectively making an LMP2 class out of MotoGP. Yeah, it was it was the only way they could survive, unfortunately. Yeah, the sport but, had a big participation crisis around this point. About, about oh, yeah. three or four years prior, there was only seventeen full time runners in the field. I'm thinking about how different it is now where Quartararo has, whenever we get going with the season, of course, a full factory mm. Yamaha at his disposal. Indeed. They are now lining up. The warm-up lap is just about done. They are lining up. We are seconds away from the green at Phillip Island. And prepare yourselves for one of this era's most legendary races. 27 laps of goodness. 27 laps of, goodness of screaming. Me. Gentlemen, are you ready? Yes, sir. Let's, I'm as ready as we'll all be. Indeed. Lights, Lights are red. And we're, and we're on the way to Phillip Island. And the Great Ducati the- just fucking leaves. <laughs> Ian Oni is gone. Ian Oni takes Lorenzo a massive hole second. shot. Marquez down to third. Marquez down to third. Oh, and cuts back in front of his Honda teammate, Danny Pedrosa. Yeah, yeah that, that's Marquez for you. Yeah. This is not going to be one of those races where all the excitement is at the whole shot. Oh, oh no. no. Not no, sir. one bit. No, no. Not in the slightest. Ian Oney still has the lead as we go through Stone the Corner for the first time into the Honda hairpin. 
Fedrosa having a look at his teammate and gets it. Oof, into third. A corner named after somebody who rode in this decade about three years prior. <laughs> Indeed. You'd afford it. He was pretty good at this whole motorcycle thing, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, mm, just just a little bad. bit. Might have put an almighty beat him down on this track in 07. Oh, and Lorenzo yes. takes the lead, cuts around Iannone. Oh. Wow. Through the hay shed, in, in, up the mountain and into Lukey Heights for the first time, up and over the crest of the hill. Marquez, Marquez dives it up the inside of Pedrosa. Ooh. Pedrosa holds him off. It... it we're one lap in, and we've already had about five overtakes. It's pretty so Remember when other Hondas could life. compete with with Marquez? <laughs> I Bruh. remember that time. Again, Danny Pedrosa, the best rider lit. to never win a Premier Class title, in my opinion. And oh my god. Top flight wins? And just in the space of one straight, you know, he's already cut back past. Uh, Lorenzo's having none of it. <laughs> Tries to switch back into turn two, can't do it. That, that is a theme of this race, the ridiculous power of the Ducati versus the ridiculous cornering of the Yamaha. Yeah, for those guys who are not sure, they're hitting about 210 miles an hour at the end of that main straight. Um, is that fast? Is That's pretty fast it, on, a, on a motorcycle. It's, it's very fast. It is dangerously close to all-time speed record numbers. It's uh, very, very fast. Yeah. It's one of the, the unrestricted ECUs. Plus the, I mean, you see them now, but the wings were still somewhat in their infancy on everyone but the Ducati. In fact, really, the Ducati was the only yeah. bike with them. And look at the size of those wings. <coughs> they were the first guys to really get into the whole aerodynamics phase. But it's still right now a leading group of everyone. And they're <laughs> a lap and a half in. Uh, watch oh, the hill. Oh, oh, no. God. oh, no. Gavin, no. The circuit gave him the bird. <laughs> yep. Andre Iannone is, loses the lead. Some minor damage to his fairing. How, you ask? By headbutting a seagull. I have not made any of this up. This is this is incredible. And we're on the main straight. And, uh... Bye, Lorenzo. Bye, Lorenzo. Look at <laughs> the speed of that Ducati. Meanwhile, keep an observation. Fastest lap of the race on lap two. Valentino Rossi. Valentino Rossi. Yep. And in all of this, Marquez using the still pretty impressive straight line speed of the Honda. Not as impressive as Andrea Noni, who gave that single the Randy Johnson treatment. <laughs> Hit a bird one time. Look at him close up on Apex. And Marquez. Jesus. Loses two places. Tried the up and under and lost two places out of it. Yeah. That's not normal in GP racing. You don't normally lose a place trying the up and under. Um, <laughs> but here we are, folks. Philip Island, everybody. We're two and a half laps in, and, and there's still a leading group of six at the front. Yeah, that would be, of course, your two Yamahas, your two Hondas, uh, Cal Crutchlow, and Andrea Iannone, who again at this point, we should point out, had so much potential oh. to realize. Goodness. Oh, Pedrosa versus Crutchlow for fourth place. Uh, still, let's remind everybody here, those that don't know, Danny Pedrosa is five foot two and weighs 105 pounds. 
I still don't know how he was this fucking good on the motorcycle. <sighs> but wasn't that, like, the whole thing? Like, they worried that, like, oh, Pedrosa was so light that it might be an unfair advantage to everybody else who was, yeah, like, normal size. He was so like, light that he ended up being unable to work the tires at some tracks. Fun fact, fastest lap, Maverick Vinales in eighth place on the Suzuki. Well, it is tough to set fastest laps when you're beating each other over the head with motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, this top yeah, six is not giving it a rest anytime soon. No, they are all just beating the crap out of each other. It's overtakes left, right, and center here. We're barely being able to keep up with all of this. Lorenzo now leads as if he start lap number four. Marquez dives down the inside. And he tries to get up and under again at the hairpin. Still sure. goes in too hot. You know, and while this is happening, second. Rossi yeah, it didn't look like he was trying for an up and under. It was more like he was trying to defend his position. He was trying to swing around right. the outside. Meanwhile, Rossi yeah. up to fourth past Crutchlow. There are a bunch of yellow shirts that are standing up in the grandstands at this point in time. Yep. Valentino Rossi fans are a cult. There is a sea of yellow at almost every uh, round you can think of. As we learn one race later. Oh, like you wouldn't believe. No, Ro Rossi doesn't have to go that fast to keep up with the top three with them racing each other like hell. <laughs> yeah, they, like this, this is the thing. In MotoGP races, you normally get a leading group of one or two. They settle down, they find a rhythm, On that, and they'll basically hold station till the last as like, you mentioned, five or six laps. Before the race, Dre, the ability for this track to suit different bikes at different points means that the Ducati, Honda, and Yamaha all have advantages that equalize them. Indeed, and it, it says it all when Lorenzo's leading over the line with the whole shot. Lorenzo's so quick on lap time, but he just can't pull away. Indeed, and his pit board said, Ian only gap plus zero. <laughs> because no matter how big the gap is coming out of the final turn, it will be plus zero by the time they get to the pit board. Indeed, like Lorenzo, like the, the, if anything, on this track, the worst place you want to be is arguably in the lead as, as Ian only goes in too Sorry. hot at the hairpin. Sorry, Maverick. <laughs> Speaking of which, those Suzuki's are slowly starting to catch up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, Vignanes is now stalking the back of Pedrosa's exhaust pipe. Suzuki, who had been okay, but not really challenging the front runners, except until Whoa. now for the first time. That's a brilliant move from Rossi at Luki Heights. Oh my goodness, man. This man is 36. <laughs> Most people would be done in this sport by that age. Oh, and Andre Inoni loses another position, this time to Cal Crutchlow. Yep, Down we, to fifth. We've barely even mentioned Crutchlow is still in the lead group here in fourth place. But uh, Ian Odie's been beaten up for a little bit here, and Lorenzo's got maybe oh, four bike laps now. a little wide out of the final turn. Rossi's going to get a run on him. Oh, goddamn big wobble from... <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah. yeah. You're, doing, you're, you're doing about 100... For the fact, you're doing about 120 miles an hour out of the back of that. Yeah, so you know that thing the about the Honda being oh. hard to ride? Yeah, about that. Um, Marquez goes wide, loses the position to Rossi. That really was the story of the 2015 Honda. Fast, but yeah. a violent, violent bike in motion. Extreme, etc. Lorenzo now has a half-second lead as we start lap number five. Marquez coming straight back at Valentino, coming towards the hairpin. Can't get it this time. Chris, how are you holding up well, five laps he? into this? This is fun. Block, block passes, <laughs> puts the block pass on Valentino, moves back up to second. We're five laps in and Marquez is block passing people. Lorenzo Do doing everything he can to get into his usual rhythm. Get out Do in front. 
Do you think the 36-year-old man behind Mark Marquez is starting to put some oh, thoughts into motion at this point? <laughs> I think those thoughts are already going. And Marquez <laughs> gets him back going. Oh, yeah, goodness. like... And yes. Valentino gets him back. Oh, 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 gets him oh back. my I've goodness! Seen That's the gift. That's the best gift. Iannone dies oh. from so far back, carves right up the inside of Marquez. There is the reason why he is nicknamed the Maniac. Yeah, because when with Rossi and Marquez pretty much passing each other back and forth, they're pretty much at a standstill compared to Andrea. Bye, yeah. Valentino. Iannone <laughs> <laughs> is gone. <laughs> oh my oh, good grief and look at the gap Lorenzo has it's over a second yeah in, in, in the middle of all this carnage Lorenzo has broken out a 1.3 second lead it is incredible to think how good of a bicycle track this is and how terrible it would be for cars especially oh, high powered single seaters Oh, big block pass from Marquez at the hairpin on Iannone. And he sticks it. They're throwing elbows and knees like this is Road Rash 2 on the Genesis. Holy Moses. Yeah, it just like doesn't it stop. It just the, doesn't stop. The rest of the field is beating each other up. They are now 1.4... Like, Lorenzo's now 1.4 seconds in front of Marquez. And as Lewis points out in the chat, this is probably the point where the conspiracy cogs start turning in Valentino's head. I just yeah. made that illusion. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. It's, Which, in hindsight, really, problems there. <laughs> no one's trying to stop Valentino here. Everyone's trying to get all they can get. Yeah, for a little bit of extra post-race context here, Valentino Rossi is genuinely starting to believe at this point that Marquez is backing the wagon up so that Lorenzo can break off free and win the championship. This while Marquez is visibly almost flying off the bike at some turns because the Honda gets a tank slapper if you look at it the wrong way. And if the race finishes see, like this, the gap between Rossi and Lorenzo closes to six points. But we still have 20 laps to go. Anything can happen. And it usually it does. And it usually does. It is wild, to say the least, but Lorenzo has broken has broken the toe, at least in the short term right now. Right, you've still got Marquez, Rossi, and Iannone in kind of this second mini-group, about what, a second and a half down the road, closely being followed by Crutchlow, Pedrosa, Vinales, and Alicia Spargaro, the two Suzukis, in what is really the main group of eight riders up front now. Yeah, How do you make an well asymmetric motorcycle tire? I was just about to ask. Well, um, you're going to have side... different compounds on different sides of the tire. Yeah, so one side yeah. of the tire will be a softer compound depending on which, basically, how much load is on that tire around that track. Dude, did they ever Indeed. try that in cars? No, because um, the vehicle dynamics don't work the same, because uh, the contact patch on a motorcycle tire shifts from side to side, depending on how you're leaning. Yes. Indeed. Valentino Rossi just sets the fastest lap of the race in third, but uh, yeah, it was worth pointing out as well, yeah. 
Phillip Island's had difficulties when it comes to tyre management. Last year was, a couple of years ago, was all for the drama after they had blowouts here on the new diamond cut surface, basically. Diamond cut surfaces causing blowouts? Where have I heard that before? Indeed. Um, Me and Chris don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. The race was reduced to 19 laps rather than 27 with a mandatory pit stop on lap 9 or 10. Honda couldn't count to 10 properly. Marquez got disqualified. It brought Lorenzo back into tides of contention. That was back in 2013. This track has always been a nightmare for tyres and because a lot of it... It's high speed corners, a lot of load on the tires. They they developed yeah, an asymmetric think long front corners tire. as well. Yeah, yeah. The tire doesn't get a break. Indeed, um, there's a couple other places this happens. Germany is another example at the Saxon Ring, which, despite the fact it's technically a clockwise track, it has a shit ton of left-handed corners because it goes back on itself. So that's another track that has the asymmetric front tire. This will make fairly sporadic appearances. Today I learned some new stuff. I'm very glad I'm part of this adventure with all of you, watching this as a family, (laughs) instead of watching something terrible as a family like Driven. Oh my god. I don't want to get sick, right? Just watch the speed climb on the Honda. There's nothing. Rossi can't even close in, despite being in the draft. Yeah, Mark has just talked... Marquez just topped out at 336 Oh, but it's pretty easy to catch up to the Honda when Marquez goes wide. Uh, let's 336 some freedom units again, Dre. Um, uh, I make that 209 miles an hour, roughly. Bruh. Big speed. On a motorcycle. Fuck you, speed. With a one-liter on motor- engine. Yeah, <laughs> see, again, this is when the conspiracy wheels start turning on Rossi's bike, because, again, Marquez is holding station in second, but what he's not noticing is that That's Marquez the He's not is... holding station because he is catching Lorenzo bit by bit every exactly. lap. Helping tow this guy. He's helping tow this crew back up to Lorenzo. Indeed, it's now only 0.8 of a second now. Um, Look at that through the last sector. Twos. Identical to the thousandth. Uh, crazy stuff, but yeah, the gap was one and a half seconds a lap and a half ago. Oh, big wobble and replay from Lorenzo. <laughs> that out the that last was corner. almost a high side for a man, Jorge Lorenzo. Yeah, people forget the exit of that last corner. There is a steep drop straight yeah. off the exit of that corner. It could very easily unsettle the front of the bike. But uh, yeah, Marquez, funnily enough. He's not going at 100% right now. He is trying to stop his front tyre from overheating at the same time. Because Honda's, one of their weaknesses was front tyre heat. Yep, that would become a theme in following Honda's. Indeed. But uh, as you can see, we are now nine laps in. The gap is now 0.6 between Lorenzo and Marquez at the front of the field. We've got action further in the second group. Bradley Smith is in the top 10 in this. Remember, top 15 payout points, but for purposes of the championship, it's now down to these two blue bikes. Goodness gracious, that was close. Yeah, almost contact between Rossi and, and Marquez last they're time there. around. On, on, on they're there. They're, they're at Lorenzo now. Oh, oh and Nicky Hayden's out. Looks like a technical problem. Uh, no. Nikki Hayden is out. Like, oh, seeing Nikki Hayden wind down the string on independent teams and on that terrible, terrible Ducati, that was just, that was gut-wrenching. And I yeah. know this, the story has a worse and unhappy ending, but man, that was not the way he should have gone out. Yeah, I You mean, know what I say, RJ? I, I say, think of his World Superbike win instead. I, say, I think agree. of... 
think of being the one who ended the Rossi streak. Mm. Trust me, that 2006 season is worth like a book of its own. That season was crazy. And although I didn't know it at the time, having met the man, it's a good thing he's as nice as he is because anyone else would have decked Pedrosa after. <laughs> after <laughs> As we ride with Mark Marquez down the main straight, why from that camera, camera angle, you can oh. literally see the rubber wear Jesus. off the tires. Yeah, it's yeah, that's crazy. the thing. It's under so much load. You're seeing the rubber on the tires chunk going down the front straight under the load that these unrestricted ECU engines were producing. At 205 miles an hour, may I add? While they're throwing hip checks into one another trying to get past. And look yeah. who's back Marquez. on these two. Andre Iannone has rejoined the battle. He just has so much potential. He's a future <laughs> champion in the making. Nothing could possibly go wrong. <laughs> Things that oh, have aged dear, poorly. That's like a fine glass images, of milk. <laughs> images that, that precede unfortunate events, everybody. Like the KTM uh, MotoGP hype. There's still plenty of time. There's still plenty of time. They got they got some time to develop this. Indeed. But how refreshing is it to see three different factories battling for what is currently second place out here? This is a, this is rarefied air for Ducati. This was the first year of their real comeback trail after years of crappy Desmondeshis. Where I just referred to Ducati as Dookie because that's pretty much what they were as a factory. Speaking of Ducati, um... Bye, Valley. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> oh, oh goodbye, God! Lord. Look at that! Is in the space of a few hundred meters, this Ducati Des- is... Desmodromic valves, y'all. It's like he literally just and hit the last button. Because unfortunately, and this becomes a theme, the Ducati cannot turn. Can't turn to save its life. He, he, he didn't even go all that wide at Stoner Corner, but Marquez was just able to thread the needle beautifully into Stoner Corner, and, and Rossi hip checks uh, you know, down the inside of the head. And all that well, good work from those desmodromic fella. valves is now gone. And, mean, and meanwhile, again, they pointed out last time round, Marquez was 0.7 of a second slower than Lorenzo. They got well over a second again at the front. Lorenzo trying everything to break free from this leading group. Yeah, which is, of course, Jorge Lorenzo's signature. Break away and then just hot lap to the end. Right. Break away, metronome. Set the metronome, you don't lose. Wasn't that the the symbolism of the hammer? He's just hammering out fast lap after fast lap after fast lap? Pretty much. Yeah. Hammer, meet nail. Hammer, meet butter. Though, is this going to hurt Lorenzo in the long run? Is hammering out fast lap after fast lap going to hurt his tire wear near the end of this race? No, I mean... Well, I do. You think as long as the man can stay at Yamaha, that will be fine. We're now at the he point... He only just hit 340 in the speed trap. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, wow. 212 miles an hour, people. 212! Look at Dobby. Which was a pole speed at the 1985 Indy 500. On a motorcycle. Yeah. Put that into perspective for you. Yes. Dobby did the exact same thing with no toe in 10th place right now. So without the help of any draft. Yeah, at that point, that's, that's the Ducati being gear limited rather than straight line speed 
powerless. Yeah, we're running out of road. Yeah. So I think at this point, um, we do have the Gillette halfway challenge, and the winner will receive a Corvette C4 in the mail. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, because I think Jorge Lorenzo would really love to work on his C4 Corvette's OptiSpark distributor. <laughs> Indeed. Marquez back dialed in at the front again. He's already taken a quarter of a second out of Lorenzo this time yep. round already. And we're only half that second, another tenth out of him going into the final hairpin. Yeah, um, that really Marquez was. Marquez back on the charge. Yeah, and you can see he's on the charge as well. Look the at him. You attitude, can see him. He's in the, the same shot. The attitude of the bike is different, and he is pulling away from Rossi. We are nearly, we are pretty much at half distance here, boys. We are half distance with 13 laps to go. Lorenzo leads over the line still from Marquez. And the gap is now 0.5. That was a stunning lap from Marquez. 129.2, the fastest lap of the race by far. That's what we call a toe in the water. Oh, my (laughs) goodness Fastest lap by a country mile as well. 129.294. On a bike that is trying to kill him at all times. He was 0.6 of a second faster than Lorenzo last time round. That this this is the epitome of Marquez on an knife edge. He would bin it, but if he was able to clock it in right, he was stupendously fast. Still nine points if it finishes like this between Rossi and Lorenzo. So you yeah, gotta get a bit- feeling that Rossi wants to get past his teammate and the guy who's directly in front of him, who's not his teammate. Yes. And not used to seeing Marquez that far down in the standings. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, this is the only time this happens with Mark Marquez in the history of him in the top flight. I'm not joking. It seriously is. And it wasn't for <laughs> a lack of trying either. Yeah, because no. he was still winning races. It wasn't like, you know, this oh, was before, his first two years proved to be a This fluke. was before Marquez's mentality of just take the points. He Which was still trying to win everything at this point. Yeah. Look, look, look at that lap timeometer from, from Lorenzo on the right. Eight, twenty-nine, seven, twenty-nine, nine, twenty-nine, seven, twenty-nine, eight, twenty-nine, nine, twenty-nine, nine, twenty-nine, eight, twenty-nine, seven, twenty-nine, seven, twenty-nine, eight. Yeah. Metronomic consistency. Jeez, I wish I was that good. Farther down the field. That's Lorenzo for you. The Maverick Vinales doing everything he can to stick with these two Hondas. Yeah, two of these guys are on glorified satellite machines right now, and they are only a handful of seconds off the lead of the race. This is unheard of for Suzuki at this point in their MotoGP comeback. Which again, the comeback really only started the tail end of last year with a handful of appearances from one Randy Depunier. We don't talk about that. that <laughs> never happened. It Never happened. It's a made-up test. Me- Meanwhile, Lorenzo can now hear Lorenzo in his exhaust pipes, given he's only 0.3 behind him. Yeah. We have 11 and a half laps to go. Lorenzo's still in the lead, but he's now going to have Mar- Marquez in his earshot. It's a beautiful day, mid-50s Fahrenheit. Sun's out. God, this would have been a beautiful race to watch in person. Oh, it's, it's still on the bucket list for me, man. I okay, so we're going to have some fun here with the cameras. Has anyone decided to put a peach emoji on their uh, leathers? <laughs> no. Um, I do remember Lorenzo when he went to Ducati. He had, like, the purple horned emoji on the back of his leathers. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the, the, original, the original emoji denoting thirst. <laughs> he was thirsty for wins. 
Was this before or oh, after the aubergine? Yanoni at the end of the front yes. straight gets around Rossi. Rossi's going to try and hang it around the outside. Can't do Colin's it. Gonna gonna come back in. Can't do it, but oh, Yanoni covers the line. And here we are. This is it. This is your battle for the lead. Yep, here we go. Lorenzo and Marquez now going head to head through Stone the Corner towards and the look head. Look at the speed Marquez, Marquez is carrying. It's ridiculous. Like, you'd think it was Lorenzo. He's the guy that's meant to be more known for ridiculously high apex speeds. Yeah, but just on corner entry, Marquez working the front tire so well. Indeed, we have ten and a half laps to go now, and they're preparing the board. Rossi now, they're, 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 Lorenzo's board, they're going to make him aware that Rossi is now down to P4. I think there was like a hesitation of like, okay, what number do we put here? This is all going <laughs> too fast. Thing. Yeah. Other thing, they've, they've, got, they've got to put their board out ready to go with about 15 seconds notice before they come down the home straight so they can give him as, as accurate information as possible. He, Rossi is down in fourth place, and this is great news for Lorenzo in the title fight. Marquez because is going to be in the toe, coming onto the front straight. And yeah, oh, going to pull the pin. And yeah, for those of you watching MotoGP for the first time, it, these boards are an important source of information. There's no yeah. other way that their crews yeah. can communicate. You don't get radio. Yeah, electronic dashboards. That's something not I did not know. A couple years yet. Yeah, yeah, no radio. There's... You have very minimal information on your dashboard. Really, it's the information critical to the bike rather than team information. Yeah. It's just your speed and tack. Pretty much. Essentially, this was before. This, this would be a couple of years before we'd have electronic messaging on the dashboards, and we don't have radio in MotoGP. So this was all pit board information essentially at this point in time. Keep in mind, you have to. Here ooh, comes Marquez. Marquez for the lead. Oh, it's a beautiful move. Just pushed Lorenzo off the apex enough to take it. Marquez block passing Lorenzo. That would never become controversial. Never. Mm. The Spanish Civil War. <laughs> the chainsaw oh. versus the scalpel. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Italian Civil War in the battle for third right behind him with Iannone and Rossi still less than a second behind. <laughs> with ten laps to go. God, this race has flown. And the championship course, implications. Championship standings. Championship implications. Rossi's oh, lead Rossi. in this position down to 11 points over Lorenzo. Marquez, Indeed. of course, pulling further away from Iannone. It would still mean at this point Rossi would control his own destiny, knowing all he'd have to do is follow Lorenzo home for the last two races and he'd be champion by a single point. It would never be that simple. It never is. Not with, not with, not with 93 at the front of the field. No chance. Marquez beginning you know, to gap Lorenzo. He's got a point three advantage. We go through Stoner Corner to start lap number eighteen of twenty-seven. You got a Here's slow a replay mo. of Marcus's because uh, his overtake rear wheel bouncing off the yeah, ground, yeah, underbreaking. Someone get the Euro beat. We're drifting on motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> slide job, slide job. <laughs> Dale Earnhardt That's Jr. approved. Gentlemen, look at that overhead shot. That looks like a group of four to me. What do you, what, what do you reckon? <laughs> I think looks this like is, it. This looks like it. I think we're, we're this ain't over yet, folks. No sir. More birds. More birds. <laughs> think More of birds. what think of what happened to Gavin. <laughs> Rest in peace, buddy. Also, keep in mind, Iannone was hitting that top speed with a hole in his fairing because he hit a fucking seagull. <laughs> 
the most bizarre in-race damage story of all time. Dale Earnhardt would like a word. (laughs) Al Hunter Sr. would like a word. Oh, no. No. (laughs) Silence, Americans. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, but this is is Raise hell, praise Dale. Marquez, again, he gets the board. Eight laps to go. Lorenzo, point three behind him. Pulling two thousandths out of him in the last sector. Lorenzo's trying to keep him in sight. He just is trying his best. The problem is, he's now feeding a toe to Andrea and only behind him, which we know is the fastest motorcycle here in a straight oh, yes, line. Because what the Ducati needs, really, is slipstream. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. <laughs> It's like if, it's like, gap, it's like if you're in w- playing Wipeout 2097 and you decide, yeah, we'll give Piranha <laughs> weapons. Y- yes, give me the Piranha, please. Oh, God. But give it with weapons. <laughs> his head is his weapon. Ask, ask Gavin. <laughs> Sorry, was that too soon? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> it's five years later and it's still too soon. Oh, God almighty. I remember when I got into MotoGP in 2013 and thinking how very impressive it was that Marquez was using his elbows and his knees to lean into corners. Yeah. And to think, he hadn't even reached his full power level yet. Yeah, it would take a long time and (sighs) Jesus. A couple of years, really. Super Saiyan doesn't even begin to describe it. Yeah, small tangent here. This is part of Marquez. He basically was the innovator of what we call the body outriding style. He would basically almost throw himself off the bike to get the bike turned into corners using his shoulder and his knee as extra leverage. uh, I saw it termed once as elbows, knees, and mayhem. I love how they didn't have a time on Rossi's thing. They just waited on saying, go, 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 get on, get after it. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Look, when you're in his position, when you're in the position of these four riders, you don't need gaps anymore. It's, it's crazy. You, you don't so, need to measure seconds; you can see them. Yeah, like let's put it this way: Lorenzo was pulling at his peak, maybe sixty to sixty-one degrees of lean angle into the slower corners. Marquez could get that up to maybe sixty-five, sixty-six degrees in some cases. He can Almost turn nice. Tighter. Yeah, like he could turn yeah. it. He could basically turn it on a sixpence and turn it tighter and harder than anybody else. Yeah. Crazy. Um <laughs> People had just been using their knees for like about thirty years since I believe it was Robert Senior that brought that over from dirt tracking. Oh, oh yeah, and here comes oh. Lorenzo. And there he is. Oh my word! It's in the Rips outside of the around and using the Yamaha speed. Oh that my is goodness! Fantastic. Lorenzo wow. at his absolute best. That's Lorenzo at his finest. He just uses that momentum and that at that apex speed. He carries through the corner so beautifully. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we have a leading group of four here, and we have six and a bit laps to go. This Marcus is not wider. That's going to put him in the clutches of Iannone. Marquez wheeling off the gap down the hill now towards to start lap here 20, comes Iannone. Fucking bullet out of that can, like a shot out of a gun. That's the <sighs> thing. No right matter what, no matter where the bikes are good, no matter who's carrying the speed, the track equalizes it. Just point out in the lower points positions, we got Vinyala seventh, Pole eighth, Alash Knight Smith tenth, Redding eleventh. <laughs> meanwhile, elsewhere, we would Dobby focus is on thirteenth. Yeah. Keep in mind, it is a very different MotoGP where Andrea Iannone is the one fighting for wins and Davi's scraping points. 
My, how times change. Anony with a lunge. He's going to be able to hold it. He is just <laughs> barely ahead of Marcus. Brilliant from Anony. Absolutely <laughs> nut stuff here. On a bike that can't turn, he sent it on Marquez there, and now Rossi's having a go. It's all oh, not. Oh, wide. can't quite pull it off. Marquez cuts back in front. Ooh, he's closing the gap to Ianone. Doesn't go for the move look? this time. No, Ianone gave him an open invitation. Now he hung it out on the outside, but uh, Marquez didn't want to slam the door in his face this time around. I mean, when we say that Ianone is a waste of raw talent, this was him at his peak. He could do unbelievable oh, gotcha. things on that bike. There's a reason why he called himself the Maniac. He had no fear of failure whatsoever. Oh, the Honda has the Honda does have enough horsepower to give the Ducati a run for its money if it's in the toe, though. Oh, it does. He was he was almost he was almost alongside you. I think that was more Marquez not wanting to commit to the move. Imagine having a group of four riders at the very start, and the thing we need to see is some dude in the Yamaha garage. Look, I think Lynn Jarvis has had twenty heart attacks so far. Picture in picture. Yeah, come on. <laughs> oh yeah, Jesus, that close gap. Look at that. <laughs> Swings it round Stoner into the hairpin. Marquez back into second, and he sticks it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what we call in the scientific community, <laughs> yeet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. These are very aggressive moves. Like I'm, I'm, like, I'm, We're still saying this with five to go. Normally in the code of bike racing, this is normally stuff you see on the last two laps. Yeah, instead it was from turn one. <laughs> And it and, hasn't uh, stopped. Yeah, and we're back to a six-point standings. Six-point oh, gap. Ooh. But and Rossi got that, himself some more points. Yeah, yeah, point standings are worthless at this point. Wait until the end. <laughs> yeah, like, it's going up and down like like, like anything else. Rossi with a going beautiful through. move at the final happen. Going through the final turn now. Problem is... Lorenzo's getting away again. I also no, like that foreshadowing the of coming. the rider code. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, and I know what I'm doing. sucking the blue paint off the Yamaha <laughs> again. Like eight, uh, there's a five mile an hour closing difference between Rossi and Ianoni into the oh, speed trap. Oh my goodness, that's not going to stop Valentino though from going around the inside of turn two. Oh, <laughs> Valentino's a little bit wide. Ianoni's going to stick his nose and can't quite pull it off. <laughs> if there's one man that does not give a shit how fast your motorcycle is, it's Valentino Rossi. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> But as you can see, looking look the foreground again, Lorenzo has half a dozen bike lamps here. We have about three and a half laps to go here now, and Lorenzo yep, is breaking Lorenzo's free at the best to, possible time. He's trying to put it on ice. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen I've seen too much to think that like this is decided just yet. <laughs> Look, He's at trying. this point, I'm I'm 99% sure Lorenzo is pulling the pin. He does uh, not I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> look. He knows that these guys can keep up with him if they stay in his toe. Lorenzo, Land. if he's going to win this Ooh. race, has to get away now. Yeah, the Yamaha just doesn't have it in a straight line. If he waits to pull the pin, he's going to get drag race to the start-finish line. And you do not want that. The, the, the finish line is quite and far look at the down, Philip Holland. Already, yeah, he's already half six second. tenths. Yeah. Down the final corner, we have three laps to go. Yamaha's winning him on. The board says 0.5 of a second. Three laps to go. Four. Three but laps to go. Sponsored him. by yeah, doing cast. it for Dale. 
everyone has pulled the pin at this point. Everyone's yeah, going everyone's for everything at 100%, they've man. got. Everyone is pulling the pin and just throwing the grenades all inside the tightly enclosed space. It's Call of Duty space. World at War on veteran in here. Yeah, we are spamming oh, yes. all the grenades. Landmines oh, yeah. and slappers only. <laughs> They've dipped back into the 29s again on sheer lap time. So they, th- these guys are now at 100% of their pull, of their power now. Yep. And uh, Lorenzo's no still holding on to that gap. Empty your guns. There's no turning back. <laughs> Empty your guns, your, your, your packets of grenades and other artillery. To, to borrow a quote from Rosa Diaz, what rider doesn't have an axe? <laughs> <laughs> Lorenzo now .6 clear. Marquez is all over. Like, like yeah, he's, Marquez he's, all over he's having to defend against Rossi. Rossi. He can't focus on Lorenzo up ahead. No, he can't because he's got Rossi right behind him. Wheel to wheel going into the Rossi chicane. Rossi goes for the Rossi move. to the inside. A block pass. Oh, 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 goodness oh, my God. Wow. He's got, he took the pair of them on the exit of the final hairpin. Holy astonishing Moses. Move. And guess what? They're not going to catch him down the main street. Dirty Ian no. going for broke. The Maniac has come to play. We have two laps to go. And in the toe, and the Ducati pulls away despite the toe. And Marquez. Marquez! Ooh, cuts on the... Ver- oh, he can mm. hold it. He holds Valentino. Valentino Rossi will remember Ian this. That is still one of the Ian best passes. Enough. Yeah, That's you mentioned that you saw. You mentioned that you saw the pass earlier. That was only part one. Oh dear God in heaven! What a move for me! And now I remember that was the pass. That yeah. was the pass that I had saved as a gif. Keep in mind, still got a lap oh, and a half Mark. to go. Ooh, Mark Marcus for Duncan. second on the exit. He, he's not done that at any point in this race. You know, and he's having none of it. Ooh, you know, he's trying to hold him off. Meanwhile, while these three are scrapping, Lorenzo's getting more and more buttons. That gap's nearly a second at the front now. Surely Lorenzo's going to bring the W home here. Is this now a fight for second? It might It might be. Over the top of Luki Heights for the penultimate oh, time. Marquez Into the final pin. loses it. A massive wobble. Lorenzo's now got 0.8 of a second in front. Ian Oni's now a roadblock. Here with that blunderbuss of the Ducati ending. We're coming down the final corner for what will be the penultimate time. We're about to start the final lap of 27 here in Phillip Island. Presented by the kick. It looks like Andre is going to tow everyone else back into contention. Two tenths are taken off the well, gap at the line. It's point guys, six. Ian Oney goes. Oh, he's going oh, right. oh, Well, guys, if there's anything left in the tank, better use it now. You know what he tries come, to come back. He can't back hold it. Can. He can't hold it. Marquez Damn. gets into second. That's a roadblock for me and only. He put that thing one bike length wide, and Marquez uses the entirety of that one bike length. Oh, Marquez! Look now. at the gap Marquez already has after one corner. Two Incredible. bike lengths easily. Rossi for third. No, you know he blocks passes him. All this contact. Oh, wow. <laughs> They're on the limit, but look at Marquez. Marquez is butchering time out of Lorenzo. Marquez is on him. Oh, my oh, God. He took half a second in that sector alone. Oh, this is going to come down to the last corner on the last round of the final. Marquez, ah! he's going to go all the way. He's going to go all the way around Lukey Heights. He's looking for if an he opening. Gets to Can the he, straight, he has him. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, my oh! goodness. Over the top. 
get him back. Lorenzo can't get him back. Oh my Surely god. Oh. Mark Marquez, who was one second off the lead with a lap to and go, third. is leading. He's leading over the line. He's it's going to be gone. the final quarter. He has him. And Mark Rossi Marquez goes wins. for third. He can't pass the Ducati on the straight. The fastest <gasps> lap of the race on the final lap from Mark Marquez. <laughs> Genius. Genius that by Mark Marquez. In, that's inhuman. How on earth did he do that? <laughs> After and all of that, a handshake, <laughs> mannerisms that we would not realize at the time would turn very, very sour. Oh my goodness! What man. a race! I don't know how he rode that bike with those balls being that big. <laughs> the Look race the winning move. overtake with three corners it's to go. It's perfect. It Lorenzo looked, had nothing he, he left. He broke. He broke too late, and he still made the move. Yep. That's that, astonishing. That it is looked what like Jorge went had wide drive off the corner, but he had nowhere to put his bike to try to get around yep. him. Yeah, Marquez pulled the perfect block. Look at how Ducati, happy everybody at Ducati is. Oh my god, a Ducati on the podium. Keep in mind, very rare in this time. Let me say this one more time. He was third and a second off the lead. With a lap to go. I'd seen some crazy Phillip Island come from behind victories. Again, I'd never seen this race in its completion. Like, I'd seen bits and pieces final, of it. Final championship standings. An 11-point gap from Rossi to Lorenzo. Going into the final couple you, of rounds. You, after the heat dies down, Rossi would be livid after this race. I'll get into the reasons why in post-edit, but... There's a reason on Bike Live I said that that final lap from Mark Marquez was a lap of the gods. That was. It's one of the single greatest laps in motorcycle racing history. I say that with no hyperbole. His laps, his tires are twenty six laps old. <laughs> and at this point, he knew how special that was. He's still just twenty two years old and has his best seasons ahead of him. Like that's He's incredible. He's a baby. And Rossi just half a bike length short of a podium. An all-important podium. Most importantly, three more championship points that he would have had in hand going into the penultimate oh round God. of the championship. The Marquez gets a hero's welcome. He gets the traditional Marquez fling. <laughs> this, is the strangest, this is the strangest mosh pit I've ever been in. <laughs> Lorenzo looks in shock. Lorenzo can't believe that just happened. Rossi looks like he's in shock. He cut like that was a war. Yeah, that was I mean, an absolute war. From Lorenzo's perspective, he was in the lead for the majority he, of the race. Yeah, he, he led ninety percent of the race, but not when it yeah. mattered. At one point, it was a second and a half in front. Normally, you'd think that's the end of the race. <laughs> you see all these other folks uh, just debriefing here. Everyone see, needs to go have their deep breathing after this. <laughs> There's Crutchlow over there, top independent, I believe, in sixth place there. Yes. Finished, Great I believe, behind Pedrosa. It's not a bad day's work. Hugs all round. Good sportsmanship from the Ducati boys, hugging Lorenzo. Uh, future employers, I should say. Um, <laughs> that would turn out uh, fine, TM. Yeah, mutual, mm. Mutual respect all round here shown on the podium. Uh, Lorenzo giving a good rough of the head to Ian Oni. Um, all in, 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 in good grace. 
between those two. What a ride for me and only that pass. Are they going to show it again? Oh, not quite, but this, uh, this, is this, is this the pass again? I think it is. We're showing the replays. No, this, I, I believe, is when Rossi basically uses his knee as a block. Yep. Yeah. Threw his elbow into it. Nah, you, you never does that. Um, and you can you see know, there the to... giant chunk hanging out of the Ducati's fairing, where a seagull once was. F firm handshake there between Marquez and Lorenzo after the race. That was a war. A classic. The Final gas. Separated by just a second. Yeah. A second covering the top four over the line. And keep in mind, those four were beating each other. Pedrosa finished five seconds off. Pedrosa, Vinales, Crutchlow, Pole, Aleish, Smith, Redding, Petrus, Petrucci, your top 12. Unofficially, of course. Uh, Crutchlow finished behind uh, Vinales as well. Davi down in 13th. 29 seconds back. My, how times would change. Yeah, yeah, so 28 seconds off his teammate on the same equipment. Batista, mm. Miller, Barbara, Hernandez. There's the There's rest, the I believe. There's, There's the, the hole, hole that, that, uh, the, that Gavin's dead corpse laid on the side. Oh, like, here's, here's the, the replay, replay again. Oh, oh crack. Oh. <laughs> uh. That thing is D-E-D -E -D dead. Winging it. Oh. Oh, Jesus. If that goes under Lorenzo's front tire, it would have been a race over for probably oh, both Lord Lorenzo and Davi. That would have been a race over. That would be a, like a multi-bike wipeout there. I'm sure yeah. that would never happen to Jorge Lorenzo. No, never. Yeah, as Cam alluded to earlier, an 11-point championship lead now as it stands between Rossi and Lorenzo with just two rounds to go. Good news for Valentino. All he can do, all he has to do is follow Lorenzo home in the last two rounds, and he's champion. How hard right. could it be? How hard could it be? Hmm. More on that later. But, uh, dear God, what, what a last few laps and that was. And breathe. <laughs> Noticeably, watching this race, it is... A very long time between them arriving in Park for May and them actually having the podium. Everyone's yeah, it's, just... It's, it's a good ten minutes. Yeah, everyone's just... Everyone's shaking hands and trying to calm down. That's fine. I can edit this in post. God, yeah. Marquez has to feel like he's on top of the world at this point. Yeah. Shake Although hands. for once in his top flight career, he won't be. Oh, Shake handshake of respect between Iannone and Rossi. Handshake guess, of uh, something between Rossi and Marquez. Mm, mm. That him putting What's his hand, right? him putting his hand on his hip. I wonder if that's uh... Mark Webber on Twitter. <laughs> Holy shit, MotoGP, what a race! Oh uh, yes, noted <laughs> person who hasn't said anything terrible yet, Mark Webber. Uh, back when he was still wholesome and likable. Back when he was still employed at your boys' camp. Yeah, being dragged kicking and screaming to a world You and McGregor tweeted the exact same thing. <laughs> Holy shit, what a race. <laughs> you and McGregor, massive bike fan. This is back in the wild. Obi-Wan Obi Kenobi approves. Obi-Wan Kenobi and the fifth or sixth fastest driver of the Porsche LMP1 team both agree this was a race. <laughs> as, as Charles Regible pointed out happy day after trans day of visibility folks in alluding to Mark Webber 
Nothing more needs to be said. We're also recording this on National Don't Believe Everything You Read on the Internet Day. Well, this Uh, this race certainly did happen. It's not a lie. And we're watching this on the same... We're watching this on the same day as uh, this guy. Andrea Iannone. (laughs) As we mentioned earlier in the show. (laughs) What a performance. What should have been. What really should have been. We're talking like... We're just listening to these interviews right now, and this is like Anoni's getting like a nosebleed from being up this high. <laughs> and trust me, that's a hell of a hooter. God damn it! If any cricket fans are listening in, that is basically the full NASA Hussein Ooh. nose right there. It's a pickaxe. Oh, Show the replay of that pass are. again. Oh, look at that! Look at that! Look at that! <laughs> I it's unbelievable. <sighs> I've just nutted everywhere. It's inch perfect. Like Rossi pushes Mark around and get then closer he comes sharp down the inside, and Jesus. then he just shaves Rossi around the outside of the first half of that final corner. It is, and it's a breathtaking double move. Yeah, he, he knew he didn't have to take the corner as quickly as he needed to. He just needed to make sure he put the bike right on the apex, get the rear wheel planted, and just drive. And and that and there is no better bike in the world for drive than that Ducati. Astonishing stuff. Here's Jorge Lorenzo being interviewed now by Simon Crayfart. And uh, oh lord, I, I, I don't know what's going through his head right now. Thinking I had that one, I, I had that one three times over. <laughs> he should have had this one on the last lap. Like Lorenzo has to be thinking, how the hell did I not win this race? <laughs> Yeah, he straight up admitted it. He was trying to go hard from the off to try and break free from Marquez, and he just couldn't do it. Yeah. The hammer was broken. Marquez broke the great hammer. How many times do you see Lorenzo dominate proceedings with that metronomic pace at the front and not win? Not only not win, get run the fuck down. Look at this again. Dawn are the best in the business for these slow-mo shots. This is stunning stuff. Look at this. Look, this Marquez over the rear, the rear shoulder. Tire out. For... That, that's at 130 miles an hour. Some of the fastest corners on the entire calendar. Stone a corner. It's a, it's a, and there's a, Stone to pick that corner to name after because of the fact he used to be a dirt biker himself and he would get the rear out through that bend. And the man of the day himself. Mark, Mark Marquez. Marquez. If I've got a microphone, I'll be looking there saying, how the fuck did you do that final lap? <laughs> also, I'd just like to point out that we're having uh, interviews before the podium ceremony years before Formula One fans complained about how terrible this was for the presentation. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Somehow Dorna pulls it off. And there's Marquez admitting that, look, my front tire was overheating. I was going to lose it. I had to back down at a few opportunities here and there to keep the tire alive. Remember that. It also becomes important later. <clears throat> but one more time. He was third. 
going into that final lap. He was a just second over a second off. off. Falls out the fastest lap of the race at the death, a lap that included two overtakes. How in God's name did he do that? And again, on a very, very tricky bike. A knife edge. Yeah. You know, before this, the Honda was a bike that you could ride at the limit all the time. With the 2015 Honda, if you rode it on the limit, it'd bite you. It, it wouldn't give you that same warning on the front tire if it, if it let go. It would just drop you to the ground. Marquez would, would crash in six races this season, but despite the bike being damn near unrideable, this was his fifth win of the season. Yeah, yeah. keep in mind, it wasn't just Marquez falling off of it. Pedrosa was falling off of it. Crutchlow was falling off of it at times. Yeah. Is my memory short or was there only one retirement in this race? Just the yeah. one. Yep, Nicky. Only, just, just, only Hayden Nicky. fell off. This wasn't one of those crazy attrition races. This was just sheer that's the thing. Even power with, of will. Yeah, and even with, uh, well, yikes right, on that Gavin. replay. The bird is the word. <laughs> and keep in mind, we just had all that fighting throughout the field. And no one got elbowed off. In yeah. 40 minutes time, in a dry weather race... This was 99% clean. Barely any contact either. That crazy. This was just four this was just the four dudes at the peak of their powers and just exceptional riding. Riding quality of the absolute highest level. And you got to wonder what's spinning through the head of Valentino Rossi at this point. Oh, oh, and we would find out a little bit of it going into the very next round. Mick Dewan in the back. Mick Dewan's like, I never had fights like this. And that's why, probably why some people didn't like me as champion. But hey, it's not my fault I'm so much better than everybody else. Mick Dewan's hair was black before this yeah. race started. <laughs> Mick Dewan was out here changing engine configurations just to fuck with his teammates. <laughs> I feel so bad for Alex Crivier. <laughs> hey, he got one title. I mean, we don't talk about the circumstances of the title, but hey. <clears throat> no, we don't, do we? Oh, dear. Yeah, again, it takes Dewan almost damn near breaking his leg off to slow him down. Yeah. That, that last crash he had in Spain, he broke his leg in two places. Look, the one that put him out that almost cost him his leg, he came back... And he was losing races, not because he was slow, but because his leg was flexing. God. Mick Dewan was a tough man. All of these riders are tough people. I know everybody wants to get in the leg. Well, well to, who to, to be tough, involved in a fight like that, you have to have sheer force of will. To be involved in motorcycle racing in general is tough because, like, damn, your body is just, like, out there. I know I'm kind of speaking the obvious at this point. I'm just like, wow, this was good. Yeah, just... Let's not forget the man who won this race only a year and a half prior had a crash at 210 miles an hour in Mugello. Oh, did I mention this was his 50th career win already? <laughs> he's of pretty good at this whole uh, motorcycle thing, isn't he? Of his combined Grand Prix career, and oh, by the way, he's only 22 years of age. <laughs> yeah, as I said, he's pretty good at this whole motorcycle thing, isn't he? 50 career wins in all classes, and he's still not turned 23 yet. 
Yeah, I mean, he wasn't twenty three till February. His his the only time that he didn't win the title so far in his top flight career. Yeah, there's gonna be time. There. Yeah, there's gonna time gonna time where Mark Marquez maybe isn't at the top and isn't racing here anymore. And let's this is not really that time. Appre- we're let's appreciate what we have while we still got it. Yeah, I look, mean, well, and look at, I mean, you got two all-time generational talents on that podium, and the I, third one, a was, third was, one, was, was, was just less, off the podium. Was a, yeah, was I less mean, than a tenth away, and he's probably the greatest bike rider ever. Probably one probably. last question about this sure. race in as a whole: Where do you think it fits? in terms of MotoGP's history as maybe one of the best of the decade, maybe one of the best of all time. I even? think it's one, it's one a with me alongside is a 2018 Assen. 2018 Assen was an MMA fight where a bike race broke out. Yeah, at the th- end. Those two um, are, I'd say this t- one takes it just a little bit because it just t- never most- let up. The most terrifying thought of all about this is that this may not even be the best Phillip Island race of the last five years. Yeah. <laughs> 2017 is a contender on this list because that race was equally as ridiculous. Outstanding. This ju- for me, this just takes it. I mean, what Pick more up. could you have had? I mean, without a doubt, this is probably the greatest venue for motorcycle racing in the world. Oh, without a doubt. Why not ask the, why not ask the opinion of a man who is uh, actually win that door head of now? Lewis says, top three, Estoril 2006, Phillip Island 2015, Assen 2018 in any order you like. <laughs> and that's not a... Yeah, that's, that, not that's basically a, a, it. That's a valid opinion. Regardless yeah. of where you put it on your top three, just watch it. Yeah. yeah. I'd it's, love to do Estoril 06. Oh, the next uh, round. Hmm. <laughs> we go for the final round of the flyaways. It's Sepang the, the, for Sepang 2015, where nothing of relevance happened. Yeah, whatsoever. just keep in mind, all Rossi needs to do is follow Lorenzo home. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm sure Danny Pedrosa will bounce back and take a comfortable win. What could possibly happen? What could possibly happen? And that gentleman has been watch party. <laughs> <laughs> what a race what a race for many reasons the 2015 Australian Grand Prix was not only one of the best MotoGP races of all time it was also one of the most important mostly because it started the chain of events that led to the most iconic moment in this sports history Valentino Rossi rewatched Australia he didn't like what he saw the Thursday in Sepang, a week later, he rolls up to the press conference with a bag of papers. The papers contain all the lap times from the Australian race. Rossi had literally brought receipts. He made a couple of wild accusations. Not only that Marquez toyed with him um, and toyed with his le- of the leading group of four in that race, He also unbelievably accused him of favouring Jorge Lorenzo and helping him to win the championship. It was a lofty claim at best. I mean, really, if Marquez really did want to screw Rossi over and help Lorenzo win the championship, why the hell did he try so hard to beat him on the final lap? Still, we digress. 
Point is, Rossi was adamant that Marquez was not only a fan of his, not only a guy that idolized Rossi as a kid, he questioned that straight away, but also the fact that he got out of his way to, to target Rossi so he doesn't win the title, so it makes him easier to beat him on the all-time list of world championships. No, seriously. He was low-key thinking this since all the way back at Laguna Seca 2013 when he copied Rossi's famous corkscrew pass on Casey Stoner from 2008. It was playful then. Unfortunately, it planted the seed of doubt and cynicism in Valentino's mind. Unfortunately, that also went to the track. At Sepang, around later, but while Pedrosa and Lorenzo were taken off in the fight for the win, Rossi and Marquez got into a very heated and aggressive fight in the first seven laps of the Malaysian Grand Prix. Block passes, noses being swiped, very aggressive moves, something you don't normally see in the early period of a MotoGP race. Until the flashpoint. Lap 7 on the penultimate corner, Valentino Rossi ignores the the penultimate apex. He looks to his left twice. He and Marquez make contact. Rossi's foot slips off the peg. Marquez goes down. Valentino Rossi continues on and finishes in third. Marquez fails to finish. Race Direction didn't take too kindly to this view. They believed that Marquez had antagonized Rossi, but Marquez didn't break any rules. Rossi was deemed to have rode irresponsibly. He was given a free penalty points. And given he already had one penalty point in his license from earlier in the season when he impeded Jorge Lorenzo at Misano during a qualifying session, four penalty points in the space of a season meant Valentino Rossi had to start the final round of the championship in Valencia from the back of the grid. Ultimately, putting his championship in jeopardy. Rossi was always going to struggle in Valencia. He's not very good at it as a track. And the fact of the matter is, he had to start from the back. And this was despite an appeal to the Court of Arbitration for Sport. That was ultimately thrown out and withdrawn after Rossi failed to win the championship. He came from the back, he finished in fourth, but Jorge Lorenzo won the final round under immense pressure from Mark Marquez and Nani Pedrosa and would win his fifth world championship. And they all ended and lived happily ever after. Right? Like, I'm not you are the world champion! That was exciting!